Hello everyone, it's Bill Thompson, T-Bill, and welcome to Plain Market Talk, where I will provide a straightforward interpretation and analysis of current market news based on my background as a retired Wall Street stockbroker with almost 50 years of experience. And I will also provide business lessons to help you become much more successful with your personal finance, trading, and investments. So let's get started. Hey everyone, it's Bill Thompson, T-Bill. Welcome to Plain Market Talk. Uh, today's Thursday, April 28, 2022. It's 11.04 in the morning Eastern Time. We'll talk about what's going on with the markets. Facebook is surging on a mixed earnings report, but a particular number the market is now focusing on with a lot of these technology companies. Uh, we'll talk a little more about the natural gas situation in Europe with Russia. Uh, Ford Motor Company reported a $3.1 billion loss, but it's not quite what it seems. Also, we had an unexpected decline in the U.S. economy, but why that may not be as significant as the media is already making it out to be. Uh, I'm going to make a few comments about the situation between Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and Florida Legislature and the Walt Disney Company involving Disney World's um, self-governing status. Uh, we also have uh, some stocks in the news. So we do have a few things going on. All right. So first of all, the markets are generally up right now. Uh, basically, we're right now into earnings season. Lots of earnings coming out. Numbers are overall looking pretty good. So as of right now, we got the Dow Jones Industrial Average up 0.28%. We got the S&P 500 up 0.61%. NASDAQ Composite up 0.57%. Okay, uh, first of all, U.S. economy, um, the Bureau of Economic Analysis, BEA.gov, did report this morning that we did have a uh, unexpected decline in the U.S. economy, shrinking at an annualized rate of 3.1%. Uh, there was expected to be slight growth. All right, so what, what is that? Uh, well, um, what it is, uh, gross domestic product is the value of all products and services produced in a country in a year. Uh, United States in a year produces, I have to check the updated numbers, around $23 trillion in products and services in a year. And by the way, those numbers are adjusted for inflation. Uh, they're called real numbers, R-E-A-L. So if we have an economy, as an example, that is shown to grow at 5% a year, but inflation was 3 then it's shown to grow, the real number, 2%. All right, so anyway. Uh, but anyway, a decline in the U.S. economy, 1.3% for the first quarter of the year. I, um, I, I don't think it's that significant, though. There are a couple of reasons. Uh, a good part of that was the high, high inflation we've had in the last few months, uh, which many economists think may have already peaked, possibly back in March. Uh, We'll have to see what these upcoming uh, reports uh, indicate. But anyway, uh, what's happened? Obviously, a lot of consumers have had to make decisions about what what they can buy. Uh, you know, paying more for gas, food, and everything had to cut back on other purchases. And seventy percent of the U.S. economy uh, is consumer spending. So I think that was part of it. The other issue was Omicron back in January. I mean. Uh, a lot of you hearing my voice probably knew people that had Omicron. I certainly did. I mean, I, I didn't get it myself, but I certainly knew people, family members, whatever. Uh, and obviously, that that put a drag on spending and the economy. So we're going to need to look at some more longer-term numbers and trends with this. But the market's not reacting too much to the report, although the media seems to be. Uh, the other issue, too, is this, this report is up for a lot of revision. Uh, the U.S. economy is so big and so complex. This is just a first reading. It's actually called preliminary GDP. 
the number is actually not finalized for five years. And so uh, right now, the Bureau of Economic Analysis is just signing off on the April 2017 numbers as the final numbers. So I, I don't know if I'd give that much significance to that. Uh, okay, Ford Motor Company, same thing. Market is all over this, $3.1 billion loss. Uh, what that is, is a tax write-off due to their investment in Rivion stock. Rivion's the electric truck maker, went public a few months ago. It was a massive um, public offering when they went first issued stock to the public. And since then, the stock has gone down, down, down. I think it's down 70% now from its offering. Uh, the symbol's R-I-V-N for Rivion, R- Ralph Ida, Victor, Nancy. And yeah, it, this stock was sitting at a $101 a share back in January. I don't know, even higher. Wait. Now, back in, uh, back, way back in November, uh, the stock was sitting at about 100 and whatever it was. I saw $121 a share. It's a $29.89 a share. They're having a lot of part supply issues, not as much of a demand for electric trucks right now. Uh, so investors are shying away from a lot of electric companies not named Tesla. So anyway, uh, Ford Motor Company, I believe it's a 20% stake in Rivion. I think Amazon owns 12% of it. Uh, and it's a tax write-off uh, to save. It's a, it's a write-off to save on taxes. Um, think of it like this. Uh, I remember years ago, Bank of America, uh, reported a $1 billion profit, and they were in a 25% tax bracket, so they're going to have to pay $250 million in taxes. They'd made some loans in the early 70s to the country of Brazil that Brazil hadn't paid in years. And so what happened, they went ahead and took a billion dollars of that, just wrote off those loans, which brought their profit down to zero. Uh, so investors, you know, are the media, I should say, focused on, oh, they didn't make any profit. Now, what they did is they saved $250 million in taxes. So uh, without that write-off, Ford actually would have made a $1.7 billion profit. So uh, I, I wouldn't worry too much about that. That's more what that is. Ford symbol, by the way, is F for Ford. That's an easy one. Uh, but the stock is down around 3.7%. But I think that's more an overreaction than anything else. All right, so we had that. Uh, yeah, Russia, I said on the last session, cut off natural gas supplies to Poland and Ukraine. Uh, Europe gets 40% of its energy supplies from Russia, so they do need the Russian natural gas and oil, but Russia also needs the money. Uh, Russia basically is demanding payment in rubles, so why would they want that? Well, push the price of rubles up on the international trading markets. Uh, generally, a ruble, it takes about 70 Russian rubles to buy, uh, 70 to 75 Russian rubles to buy one U.S. dollar. And when the Ukraine war started, I think it shot up to 125 rubles to buy a dollar. It's back to 72 now, I just checked. Well, it, it, to keep it simple, uh, what would happen if European countries have to start pay, uh, paying Russia in rubles for its natural gas and oil, then it has to take its currency, euros, and convert those into rubles, which means you're buying rubles, which pushes its value up. So it would then take less rubles, becoming more valuable to have to, to buy US dollars and euros and so forth. Um, most likely other countries in Europe, they, they may have to do this. They may have to meet Russia's terms. Russia needs the money, but they also need the energy. Uh, can they get natural gas from other places, yeah. Um, natural gas we measure in millions of cubic feet, MMCF is the symbol we use. 
Uh, Russia is the second largest producer of natural gas in the world. Uh, they produce about uh, 22, I think it's 22.7 billion MMCFs, uh, you know, whatever million billions are. Anyway, they are the second largest producer in the world. I just looked it up. Yeah, 22.78 billion. Uh, the largest producer is the United States, actually, 32.9 billion, 50% more than Russia. So, could the United States supply all of Europe's um, natural gas needs? Yeah, it could supply its, oh, its oil needs also. The United States world's largest oil producer. The, the problem, though, is they getting it there. See, running a pipeline from Russia is one thing. Putting on ships and tr transport across the ocean is a whole other story. From the United States, it's a lot more expensive. And we still, like many industries, have a worker shortage in energy. So also with shipping and so forth. So it's more of that. But yeah, I think over time, Europe will wean itself off Russian energy, but it's not something that's going to happen overnight, so they may have to agree to this. All right, so we got that. Uh, yeah, um, Governor Ron DeSantis here in Florida and Florida legislature, they're in a political dispute with the Walt Disney Company. You could read up on that yourself, but basically Disney World is allowed to operate as its own city here in Florida. Uh, it's called Reedy Creek, actually. Uh, Disney World, if those of you who've never been here, is really big. It's 40 square miles in size, around the same size as the city of San Francisco. And it's allowed to operate under its own political entity. Now, and it's allowed to borrow as, as a political entity. Um, basically, what bonds are, bonds are loans to governments or corporations. Uh, and basically, a company borrows money, let's say a corporation, and they make two promises. Rate of interest, they'll pay you and they'll pay your money back. Well, you can lend money to corporations, also U.S. federal government, treasury bonds. Uh, actually, if it comes due within a year, it's called a treasury bill, one to 10 years, treasury note, more than 10 years, treasury bond. That's where my nickname comes from, T-Bill. Uh, Bill Thompson, T-Bill, treasury bill. When I was in the brokerage industry, I used to work with another stockbroker, a good friend of mine, I still know him, Bill Johnson. And there was a lot of confusion between our names, Bill Thompson, Bill Johnson, and we're both almost the same height, really tall, so that wasn't helping, the tall one. Well, that didn't help. So everybody started calling me T-Bill for treasury bills. So that, that's where that came from. Uh, Bill Johnson, by the way, he's a really good guy. He's an expert on options trading. Google him sometime, Bill Johnson Options. He's got all these books and seminars that he does. And could Google my book, too. I wrote a best-selling book years ago. Uh, I went to Apple's bestseller list on... Stock trading order ties, Bill Thompson stock trading. But anyway, but you can also lend money to city and state governments, municipality, and the interest on uh, municipal bonds is tax-free from federal income taxes. Uh, Disney World is, is allowed to operate as its own legal entity, its own city here in Florida, and it's allowed to borrow as its own political entity. Well, Florida governor and Florida legislature have been trying to pass laws, taking away Disney's self-governing status would go into effect next year. It's probably more political smoke than anything else. I'll tell you why. Uh, the governor is also trying to redistrict Florida's, uh, reallocate Florida's voting districts. And it is controversial, as that always is, with reallocation of voting districts. I think he's basically just trying to keep the media's attention on the Disney issue, not paying as much attention to the reallocation. Uh, of the voting districts. Um, many lawyers have said that what he's trying to do at Disney's unconstitutional, it wouldn't hold up. But the other thing is a bond issue. Uh, 
almost all municipal bonds that, uh, that I've been involved with over the years are aware of have, have a provision in them that if the municipality is ever dissolved or absorbed into another municipality, uh, those bonds have to be uh, paid back immediately. It's called a put provision, P-U-T. And Disney did announce, they finally responded to this, that, yeah, there's a billion dollars in bonds that would have to be repaid immediately if they lose their self-governing status. And that would have to be absorbed by the two counties that Disney resides in, Disney World, Orange County, and Osceola County. And they have no capability to pay back a billion dollars in debt overnight. So I think it's more uh, political smoke than anything else. And legally, this probably wouldn't hold up. Then you got the bond provision. Uh, one thing about the bond market, by the way, a lot of people don't realize is it's actually bigger than the stock market. Uh, stock market, at least, at least as of about a year ago, last time I checked the numbers, around 46 trillion, U.S. stock markets around $46 trillion in size. Bond markets are around $52 trillion in size. But when you look at the worldwide markets, worldwide stock markets are around $60 trillion in value and size. Worldwide bond markets $120 trillion. So uh, bond market's actually bigger than the stock market. All right, so what else do we have here? Yeah, Facebook. Um, they call themselves Meta now, but they still trade under the old Facebook symbol, FB for Facebook. Okay, so what happened, they had a mixed earnings report, but they announced their number of subscribers went up, I think it was 4% uh, from a year ago. So Facebook, FB, even though they call themselves Meta, this stock is up 14.2% right now. And this seems to be the number the markets are focusing on now with these companies, number of subscribers. So when Netflix announced you know, a week or so ago they'd lost subscribers, that stock was just pummeled. Matter of fact, Netflix, um, yeah, they, they've gone from, give you an idea what's going on with them. I, I said the other day, I don't think this is an immediate turnaround situation. This stock has gone from $390 a share on April 4th to $190 now. I mean, eventually, yeah, it'll be a turnaround situation, but maybe not yet. But anyway, after the market closes today, we also have Apple reporting earnings um, and also Amazon. So market's going to focus on that. All right, so a couple more things here today. We'll wrap things up. We do have a few um, other stocks in the news. So we're, what do we got going on here? All right, so just a few things here. Um, I know I just had it up here. I'll find it here in a second, but uh, here we are. All right, so uh, what we have going on, I got Meta. We talked about them. Uh, McDonald's is up on better than expected earnings. Think about McDonald's. They're known as a well-run company, MCD, Mary Charlie David. Uh, for McDonald's, and they make adjustments as needed. So they're usually considered pretty well run. Qualcomm uh, up 8% on strong earnings. So uh, keep an eye on Qualcomm. Uh, we have PayPal up also, uh, let's see, 5%, even though they issued light, slightly lower guidance for the next quarter. Uh, let's take a look at these two real quick here. Yeah, Qualcomm seems to be doing pretty well. They're another one that um, generally seem to be a well-run company. Uh, symbols Qual, uh, by the way. Uh, no, they're not Qualcomm. That's uh, I forgot that's somebody else. Uh, QCOM, sorry, uh, for Qualcomm. Uh, Queen, Charlie, Oscar, Mary. Um, yeah, they're up actually 6.7% right now. Uh, we have PayPal. 
uh, a PYPL, Paul Yellow, uh, Paul Larry, PayPal. Um, take the A's out, and they're up 2.9%. All right, so we got them. And then we got Caterpillar uh, down. Uh, this is one to keep an eye on, symbol CAT, C-A-T for Caterpillar, uh, Charlie Apple, Tom, uh, down 4.7%. Market seems not to figure out what's going on with these guys. They make construction equipment. And with the you know infrastructure package being passed a while back, I mean, lots of construction here in the United States, big demand for their equipment. Question is, how long is it going to be before they start seeing big increases in sales? And, and a problem Caterpillar has, they make really good equipment and maybe too good. Their, their stuff lasts a really, really long time. Uh, but it is one to keep an eye on. They're actually somewhat volatile. So, you know, in previous sessions, I've talked about options trading where you buy a put and a call at the same time. Uh, you just make money if the stock moves one way or the other, but it's got to move a lot. Well, that could be something to look at for there. And I'm going to return to options and some other things, uh, you know, before too long. All right, so I think that's it for today. Again, Bill Thompson, T-Bill. We'll have to keep an eye on Apple and Amazon's earnings, see what goes on there. Hope everyone's having a great day. Talk to everybody again soon. Take care. See ya.